What is up my fellow Andronauts? In this video, we're gonna review LMNT Testosterone Booster. You might know about LMNT as a hydration company. They sell hydration packets like electrolytes and they also brought out a testosterone booster. Now their electrolyte formula is great. And uh, so let's hope their testosterone formula is the same. So I'm doing in this video a complete deep dive into each ingredient. Is it the right ingredient? Are they using the right dose and the right extract? And would it be a good combo? Would you feel benefits when you use this? And is there a better one out there? Are you wasting your money on something that's actually not that good? Everything will be discussed in this video. Before we dive in, be sure to get my manual on how to double your testosterone in two weeks. Also, if you would like to work with me, links are in the description below. Let's dive in. These are the ingredients in the supplement. We got citrulline, ashwagandha, arginine, pycnogenol. Then we have horny goat wheat, fenugreek, tribulus, and tankat ali root extract. Um, so obviously you can see like all of these ingredients like the pycnogenol, arginine, citrulline is more uh, meant for blood flow. The horny goat weed is more for like a sexual originally used. Then we have things to increase testosterone like fenugreek, tankat ali. <laughs> and then uh, let's discuss tribulus in a second. So I'm going to do analysis of all of the ingredients to let you show like if this is really a good supplement or not. So at face value, all of these ingredients look good. Like all of them contains evidence backing them up, except the horny goat wheat. It really doesn't have any human evidence behind it, but all of the other ones look good. But let's look at if the doses are effective for, these, uh, for each ingredient. So first of all, citrulline. We have a 1.5. So this is what the research have shown to be the effective doses and what they have used in research. So 1.5 grams of citrulline increases erection hardness in 50% of the people taking it. The average number of intercourse per month increased from 1.37 to 2.3 at the end of the treatment phase. So even 1.5 grams of citrulline increased erection hardness in only 50% of the people. So that's not that good. Now you can obviously take more than that, but the other supplement, this LMNT, contains only 500 milligrams. So there's a little bit underdose there. Um, and then we have Revactin, which contains 500 milligrams of ginger, Muirapuama, uh, guarana seed, and 1.6 milligrams of citrulline, and it improved erectile function satisfactorily in only 50% of the people. So this was also a combination product, it contains other things that can also help with erections, and then 1.6 grams of citrulline only improved erections satisfactorily in 50% of men. So citrulline can be good, but on its own, sometimes it's not the best, even in 1.6 grams doses. All right, in terms of ashwagandha, this is the next one that they used, and they primarily use it to increase testosterone, and it can increase testosterone. So this first study showed that 600 milligrams of ashwagandha increased salivary DHEA by 18% and testosterone by 14%. So this was bioavailable testosterone. Second study, again, 600 milligrams of the KSM66 extract increased testosterone from 402 to 475 milligrams in healthy males. So it's a decent boost, not anything spectacular. 600 milligrams of KSM66 extract increased testosterone from 630 to 727 nanograms. Also, a little bit of a decent, like a 96 nanogram per deciliter increase. It's not bad. Um, number four, we have 20, 225 milligrams of a high concentration full spectrum root extract three times daily. It increased testosterone 70% from 445 to 522 nanograms per deciliter, which is a 77 nanogram per deciliter increase. It also increased LH in infertile men after 12 weeks. 
So it definitely can help to increase testosterone, right? So in summary, you can expect a testosterone increase from 70 to about 100 on average when people take about 600 milligrams of KSM-66 extract. So it's equally effective for men with low or normal testosterone, overweight or healthy, unhealthy or healthy, right? So um, 70 to 100 nanograms per deciliter might seem like a small jump, but since stress levels are also going down, you might definitely feel a big difference. So a lot of people, when they are stressed and they start using ashwagandha on its own, they will definitely notice feeling calmer, feeling better, more stress resilient. But the dose needs to be there, 600 milligrams at least. Arginine and pycnogenol. Um, so after using, so according to these studies, after using 1.7 grams of arginine, only 5% of experienced normal erections. Sheesh, that's not good. Combining it with 80 milligrams of pycnogenol increased the number of men with restored sexual ability to 80%. That's crazy, going from 5% to 80% just by adding in pycnogenol. Increasing pycnogenol amounts to 120 milligrams increased the number of men experiencing a normal erection to 92%, which is crazy. So definitely you want to be combining citrulline arginine with pycnogenol for better results, right? Now they were using 1.7 grams of arginine not some low amount. So pycnogenol on its own. So the main constituent of polyphenols in pycnogenol consists of 70% procyanidins. So pycnogenol has significant antioxidant and multiple biomodulating effects, such as inhibiting inflammation, stimulation of nitrocoxine synthase. It has antihypertensive effects and uh, anti-allergenic, anti anti-asthmatic, anti-diabetic, and so on. So it does have a bunch of benefits when you take pycnogenol. And taking pycnogenol on its own, administration of 120 milligrams of pycnogenol leads to improvement in rectal function in patients with ED and diabetes and ED by 50, uh, 45% in non-diabetic group, uh, by 45% in diabetic group and 22% in the non-diabetic group. So clearly when you're taking arginine alone or pycnogenol alone, it's not that good. But when you combine them, this is when they work really synergistically together. So you provide a precursor for nitrile oxide production, and then you provide an antioxidant to ensure that pro there's proper uh, creation of nitrile oxide. So this is the score. They, they rate ED on a score of II, on this chart, IIEF5. This is over months. And so a clinical significance would be an increase in about four to five points. So they went from 11.6 to only 13.6. So in my opinion, that is not a significant improvement in erectile function by using pycnogenol alone. But when you use it together with arginine, it becomes much, much better. Horny goat wheat. So Icarin, which is the main ingredient in horny goat wheat, acts as a PDE5 inhibitor, similar to Viagra or Cialis and testosterone-mimiting effects. So Icarin can enhance the growth of penis-smooth muscle cells and regenerate the nerves and veins in the penis. So it sounds like there's a lot of promise to Icarin or at least horny goat weed. So Icarin helps to prevent these negative effects and regenerate damaged veins and nerves. This promotes better erections and more sensitivity in the penis. And you want to aim for at least 10 milligrams of Icarin. Now, the thing is like there's no human evidence on horny goat weed or Icarin in humans on erectile function. So I, I can't tell you how effective it will be. And now if you go and look online for anecdotes, it also doesn't really seem that good. It's definitely not on par with Cialis or Viagra. Now, I don't know how it will work in combination with the other ones. A lot of like sexual enhancement supplements seem to add this ingredient. I can't tell you if it's actually helpful or not. 
Fenugreek on testosterone. There's multiple studies showing that fenugreek can increase testosterone. There's multiple different extracts, all of which show that it increases testosterone. So we'll see that there's a big difference in how much uh, the testosterone is being increased by different extracts. So this one was almost 100 nanogram per deciliter increase. This one was only a 30 nanogram per deciliter increase. So you can probably expect between 30 and 120 nanogram per deciliter increase from fenugreek, depending on what extract you use and the quality of that extract. Fenugreek on erections. So the average weekly erection for a 43 to a 75 year old man is once a week, right? Shocking. With fenugreek supplementation, it increased to two to three times Average sexual frequency was one to two times per month, which increased to once a week. Much better. So fenugreek definitely improves erections. So you will definitely feel it when you use fenugreek. Maybe you will not feel like you're out of your mind horny, but if you actually log how many times you have sex over the month, maybe that will double, even triple when you use it. Here's some brain benefits of fenugreek as well. So fenugreek has strong antidepressant, anti-anxiety, and mood uplifting effects. It can also help to prevent negative neurotransmitter changes induced by stress. So it restores cortisol, dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin to pre-stress levels. So it prevents that dysregulation caused by stress. Chronic stress increases cortisol and lowers dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. Fenugreek helps to reverse these changes. Fenugreek seems to inhibit monomine oxidase A and B, almost equivalently, leading to an equal increase in dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. So it does have good mental balancing effects as well. Moving on to tribulus. Tribulus seems to be pretty good at increasing DHEA, DHT, and lowering plaque. So you can see this is day zero, day 84. Same thing with DHT. You can see that DHEA increased threefold. DHT increased a nice number. Plaque went from 17.5 to 7.7, right? So some good hormonal changes. Now, I would say this study was kind of unique because there's other studies also showing that tribulus didn't increase DHEA. So I, I would say like... Some people are responders, some people are not responders. So you have to see like how tribulus will work for you in this regard. But in general, for people that I've spoken to, recommended it to, they say that tribulus makes them feel great. It gives that energy, motivation, drive, sexual boost, all of the good stuff that they want. So it definitely works. But the thing with tribulus is that you want to make sure you get a good extract. You want to get the tribulus from Bulgaria that contains protodioskin. So if a supplement doesn't specify how much protodioskin it contains, it only specifies the saponins, it's not the same. Saponin does not equal protodioskin. And so they probably source it from China, which is much cheaper, and it doesn't contain protodioskin. So it will not have that same mental that you would get from like a Bulgarian tribulus. So this was tribulus on testosterone and ED. Um, this is, they used uh, 250 milligrams, three times daily of trip gold. So this is Bulgarian tribulus which contains 45% uh, saponin. So as I mentioned, don't buy something that's only saponin, but this study was specifically with a Bulgarian tribulus, right? So it didn't have to specify it already contained it. So testosterone increased from 215 to 270. So these guys already had low testosterone and the boost wasn't that great, but their erectile score increased from 10.7 to 16.11. Right, So relatively big increase from using tribulus, despite the very small increase in testosterone. Now, as I mentioned, the clinical significance would be about four to five point increase. These guys had about a six point increase. So definitely clinically significant boost in rectal function from tribulus terrestres. Tomcats Ali. 
So target at least seems to increase testosterone and dose dependent response. So when you use 200 milligrams of Tonkat, you get an increase in about 25 to 50 nanograms per deciliter. Whereas 600 milligrams can increase testosterone by 120 nanograms per deciliter on average. And here's an animal study. The more they use, and this was vastly more than they were using in humans. So um, if I have to extrapolate the human equivalent dose from animals to humans, the 50 milligram here would be equivalent to about 800 milligrams for a 100 kilogram guy. Now you can imagine this 800 milligrams is much bigger than the 50 milligrams. And you can see how total testosterone and free testosterone keep, kept on increasing the higher they took the dose. So you can literally go buy a good Indonesian Tonkatali and just start shoveling that stuff because it seems to be increasing testosterone and dose-dependent response. So I would say the more you use, the better boost in testosterone you're going to get. Obviously, 600 milligrams, better than 200 milligrams. Right? So keep that in mind. All right. Uh, so this was the last study showing that the 600 milligrams, um, they looked at specifically uricomanon, which is the active ingredient, was 8.5 milligrams in total. And this is when it increased testosterone from 802 to 924 in just 14 days. So it's a big boost in testosterone in healthy young males in a short period of time, 14 days. And so this is the important thing, right? It needs to contain uricomanon. So this is why I'm saying it needs to be sourced from Indonesia because the soil there is rich in the compounds needed to make uricomanon. So you got to get the right stuff sourced from the right place. Or you can buy a Nootropics Depot, which contains a 2% or a 10% uricomanon extract. That's also pretty good. All right. Talk about the lean on sexual function. It increases dopamine and norepinephrine. It has adaptogenic effects. It's a PDE5 inhibitor, and it enhances erectile hardness and function in men. So typically, when people combine tribulus and tonka, that's a really good combination for uh, sexual benefits overall, making you more motivated and driven, better erections, libido, all of the good stuff. So altogether, here's the summary, right? This is the ideal doses, and this is what they contain. All right, so citrulline, the ideal dose would be between 1.5 to 5 grams. They used 500 milligrams. Ashwagandha would be ideally 500, 600 milligrams. They use 400 milligrams. They say they use some kind of like a, a 4 to 1 extract, which is might be good, but they didn't spy the active ingredient. You need to specify the active ingredient to know if it's good stuff or not. Then, pycnogenol, the ideal dose would be between 80 and 120 milligrams. They only used 15 milligrams of pycnogenol. That is way underdosed, in my opinion. Arginine, the ideal dose, between 1.5 to 5 grams. They only used 300 milligrams. It's underdosed, in my opinion. Horny goat wheat, the ideal dose would be anything that gives you 10 milligrams of Icarin. They used 300 milligrams. Doesn't specify Icarin, so I think it's underdosed. Then we have fenugreek. The ideal dose is between 500 to 600 milligrams based on the studies that they did. They only used 200 milligrams equivalent. They say it's equivalent to 200 milligrams extract, which is odd because if, if you say like, okay, my extract is equivalent to 600 milligrams of your extract, like how powerful does your extract need to be? Like, I think they need to specify more what exactly are they using and like the active ingredients and so on. Tribulus, the ideal dose would be 150 milligrams, 750 milligrams per day, giving you about 100 milligrams of protodioskin. They only contain 200 milligrams and they did not specify the saponin content or protodioskin. Tonkatali, ideal dose, 600 milligrams, containing 8 to 10 milligrams of uricomanon. Again, they only contain 100 milligrams and they did not specify where it's coming from. They did not specify the active ingredient. 
So in summary, the ingredients in Element D Testosterone Booster is good. I really like it, but they are underdosing a lot of stuff. But you could argue that because of all of this synergy going on, you have all of these ingredients that work synergistically together, you will get a really good effect, maybe, right? But I would rather get one or two or three good supplements coming from the right place with the right active ingredients, use that right? Or just buy a better testosterone booster. So you might ask, what is a better testosterone booster? So far, the best one that I've seen is Black Ox Testosterone Booster. That one is better. It contains the right ingredients in the right doses. That one is pretty good. But this one might also give you good results. Probably not as good as the Black Ox one because the dosaging is much lower. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this deep dive. If you would like me to analyze more testosterone boosters, please let me know in the comments below which ones you are contemplating or have used before that you would like me to analyze. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.